0: everyone welcome to curiosity killed the cat we're three curious friends that's That's us us. i'm christy i'm nash i'm yvette we'll be talking about all things paranormal supernatural creepy spooky and anything that makes you say what the well welcome ladies to the podcast we're recording welcome
1: yay staying safe in our closets welcome
0: to the stage Yay!
1: hey everyone welcome Hi. back
0: we're hoping Hello. that um, to all our listeners we're hoping that um this episode sounds way better than um last week's episode we're even though we're socially distinct distancing we're hoping that um you guys enjoy this
2: recording with better audio
1: <laughs> yes
2: we're working on it guys hope, hope you can
1: it. hear we'll our it. sexy voices coming through the mic no through the earphones i mean right uh no? <laughs> <laughs> Just me? Just me? Okay, just me then.
2: <laughs> Definitely not you. <laughs>
1: so Yvette, I saw I took your recommendation and watched the unsolved mysteries about, oh, the, about tsunami. the
0: tsunami. What did you think? Yes.
1: Girl, throughout the whole uh episode, body chills.
0: Right. Overnight. Yes. I totally agree. It's super hella freaking creepy. Oh, uh,
2: I gotta watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, jump on that train. Girl. Yeah.
1: It is so good. Jump it on is that so
2: bad wagon.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, jump on it. They do this. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get it.
1: <laughs> but no, for real, jump on it.
2: Yeah, because yeah, dra- we're dragging you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But initially, was saying they had like reenactments of like what people have actually lived through or seen yes that's gotta be good mm-hmm. Naya yeah,
0: what it uh, spo- just a really quick snippet because I was telling you that there's they find hitchhikers and stuff but also right. some, uh, some taxi drivers pull over because there's people you know hailing a cab and right. when they look in the back seat once the person gets in they look in the back seat there's no one there oh no great right. hello trippy you guys for sure need to watch it if you're not you're sleeping on a good thing because
1: it's good in- I love the fact that mm-hmm. a lot of the, well, it, sorry for some people that, you know, I that, going back to the taxi drivers, I love the fact that they emphasize how now the taxi drivers still have to pay out of pocket, you know, whatever they've driven, Yeah, but they don't, because they lost a lot of people in the tsunami and like, you know, loved ones. And they are saying if they need a ride, we're, we're happy to take it, yep. yeah, to take them.
0: Yeah.
2: Wait, if they need a ride, you need to what?
0: because the Mm -hmm. taxi drivers obviously turn on their meter and the talk. They're saying, oh, where do you need to go? They say, oh, to X place. They're okay. They start driving. They get to the location and they look back and that person's gone. So then the taxi drivers are left to foot the bill because obviously they have to pay for the distance because they have a boss. A a lot of them are, like, honored to do it because they know it's because it's a love. It's somebody that passed away, so they, like, they don't mind paying for it. Oh, Right.
1: Okay, for anybody interested, it is called on Netflix, Unsolved Mysteries, Volume 2, Episode 4, Tsunami Spirits.
2: Today I'm going to tell you about the Whaley House Museum. It's located in Old Town San Diego. Now, because we are from California, have you ladies heard of this place yet? I have heard it, but I've never been. Oh, okay. How about you, Naya?
1: Um, I I think I've gone to it before. I don't. It's haunted. I don't think I knew that it was haunted.
2: Then why would you go?
1: I think I just went because of the Old Town San Diego.
2: Oh, oh okay. Okay, I can see why.
0: But you don't know like yet history. when we went to New York, New
2: York she was all about her museums. Yes. This museum actually um gets about 100,000 visitors a year because it's so known for just being historical and for its hauntings. It's it's I have seen that it was called the most haunted house in America. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with one of the most haunted homes in America just because I don't I don't know like if that's really accurate to say. But it is definitely right. has a lot of activity, paranormal activity. And um, so let's get into it. This house was owned by Thomas Whaley. He was born in New York on October 5th of 1823. He studied in Washington. Afterwards, he traveled to Europe and he left for California in 1949 to follow the gold rush. So Thomas was a pretty successful person. He was a bit of a, of a traveler and he, he seemed to have lived a good life. Um, when he went to california for the gold rush um you know like they kind of went along the coast and once he hit san diego he really liked it which i don't blame him because san diego is so beautiful hell yeah it's really nice yeah great weather great location you got the ocean right there um he liked it so much he decided that he was going to reside there and go into business with some partners he went into business with a few people and either they passed away or they kind of went on their own way. But either way, he just always seemed to have a good a good partnership in business. And just he was pretty successful. He then went back to New York in 1853 and he married his wife, Anna Eloise Delaney. They went back to San Diego and purchased land in 1855, where he built his home for his family. Um, it did take two years to build. So it was done in 1857 the thing about this is that property when he bought it, it was it, it wasn't just land it was actually known as the gallows so people
0: oh, were shit oh, yes man.
2: so people were hung there
0: nope
2: right Location. no 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 we're going back to to school here what the... school. Location, uh, location, location. yeah no <laughs> oh, it's for
0: location is probably cheap
2: <laughs> i guess so
0: oh my gosh no way yes
2: so um there was definitely numerous murders on would it be murders is it considered murders or Execution. deaths executions there you go yes um on this property a very famous one is that of um yankee jim robinson so like we we said um back in the gold mining days he was very known for he was just savvy like it was just his thing like he was you know some people just kind of got it yeah so he was really good um the thing was that he was a trickster so like he would steal horses on his Mm. way you know because you're going up and down the cowboy yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so what had happened was that they kind of started catching on that he was stealing horses. So um, Yankee Jim had to actually take off. And it's it's thought that he left without his treasure, like all oh, that gold he had bought. He, I mean, he had found. And um, there's actually treasure hunters out to this day looking for his treasure because they believe like he really did leave it behind because he had to make a run for it. Was this back? was sorry. This was mm-hmm. back in like the Wild Wild West oh, yeah. days, right? Yeah, yeah. This was in the like eighteen hundreds. So he ended up in San Diego. Stealing back then, as we all know, was punishable by death. Right, right, right. Um, so he fled off to San Diego. But when he was in San Diego, he got accused of trying to steal a boat.
0: Oh pues. <laughs> and that's what Can't he keep it.
2: one night eye- he went from a wet bandit to a one night willy, for <laughs> real. <laughs> And that's where he met his fate and was sentenced to be hung. Thing is, when he was hung, it's reported that his rope was too long. Oh, no. Yep. Causing him to have that awful, longer death than most. Yeah, because usually you get hung, your neck snaps and you're done.
0: Oh, Yeah, Yeah,
2: this stuff gives me the... Oh, wow. That sucks.
0: Okay, so he suffered.
2: He suffered. He suffered. So, it's some people say, like, it took 15 minutes, but then there's, like, some reports that said it took him more to, like, 40 to 45 minutes to die. No
0: way. But, yeah.
2: That sucks, dude. Just pull a bullet through his head. That's <sighs> better. It's only, right? Okay, so I'm gonna read a quote from the, p- lo- the local newspaper, okay? Quote, mm-hmm. he kept his feet on the wagon as long as possible. But he was finally pulled off. He swung back and forth like a pendulum until he he strangled to death. Dang. End quote. Wow. So ironically, it's said that Thomas, the person that bought the property, built his home here, he was actually at Yankee Jim's hanging execution. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. he actually went, witnessed it, and then he went, bought the house, bought the property, the property, built a house on it, and here we are. Oh, man. Oh, so
1: he was like, this is a good location. This is it. I, I have Prime a good view of where right they here. killed him. <laughs> All right.
2: Prime Go for estate. it. It's a sign. <laughs> 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 All right. So it was not long before, you know, Thomas and Anna lived in the home. And Thomas was the first one to start hearing footsteps, um, heavy footsteps, throughout his home at night. And they just kept getting worse and worse as time went on. Um, it, it was definitely not a secret. Um, during their stay there, the Whaley's did have three children. They had Francis on December 28th of 1854, Thomas Whaley on August 18th of 1856, and Anna Amelia on June 27th of 1858. Thomas was the junior, as we know, because his father's name was named Thomas, obviously. Um, There was still a lot of hauntings going on and Mrs. Whaley wanted to leave the house. Um, She didn't like it. You know, it's no place to raise her kids, but because Thomas was having such a successful business, he decided that, no, we're not going to move. Well, unfortunately, at 18 months, Thomas Jr. contracted Scarlet Fever. Oh, my goodness. Yes, wow, and he died on January 29th of 1858. He died in that home. Mm, that sucks, yeah, mm-hmm. but I guess it wasn't so uncommon back then, right? Yeah, like, no, back
0: then, no, unfortunately, yeah,
2: yeah. So at the funeral service, Anna left a little early, you know. I mean, I don't blame her, I probably would myself, but um, she left a little early, she went home, um, and when she went home. She can hear Thomas Jr. crying in the home.
0: <gasps> no. The baby. Yeah. That's like when Concepcion in my episode, she could still hear her daughter cry- screaming even after her death. <gasps>
2: oh, wow. How, like, no way. That's going to be the most fucked up thing. Yeah. So she could mm-hmm. hear him crying. And I guess like she would open the door to like his room. And the crying would just stop. And like she would close the door. And he would start crying again. It was just. It, I mean it's sad. But yeah. um, it. I mean till this day there are reports that you can hear crying, that you can hear footsteps of, like, a, you know, you can hear a, a baby. baby. Yeah. yeah, baby footsteps are very different from adult footsteps, or probably Yankee Jim, like... Oh, yeah, you can hear, you can tell
0: the difference between Max and Isaac walking upstairs. Yeah. yeah. They sound so like,
2: like, yeah, the footsteps pattern. are so close together. Yeah. Exactly. Um, That same year that Thomas Jr. passed away, um, Thomas, the father, his successful store, it burnt down Dang, yeah okay. there's actually no known reason as why it burnt down other than it just did and therefore there was really no reason for them to still stay in san diego so the family relocated to san francisco oh, okay good for them yes so you think and so oh, no. <laughs> oh, like you building new- <laughs>
0: you go glick new new new
1: yes
2: New house
1: (laughs) who did. Baby, they only killed two people in this house.
2: So in San Francisco, you know, the Whaley's kept busy and they had three more children. So now they have five. You know, they had six, but unfortunately, Thomas Jr. died. So they had Mm -hmm. three more. They had George, um, born November 5th of 1860, Violet, born October 14th of 1862, and Corinne, born September 4th of 1864. Dang, two years apart each one. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. that. Give me my birth control pill because no. Okay. So unfortunately, due to the San Francisco earthquake, they had to move back. Oh, pues. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Ah. <laughs> Because they still owned it, they just left it. You yeah, know? back then, like okay. you, just, you still own your land, you know. You just kind of peace out for a little bit, but but yeah. that sucks. Because back then
0: you couldn't just uh, load up your car and be down mm-hmm. here in nope. six hours. You freaking loaded your buggy and your horses, and then your uh, your wagon, and you're like, I'll be coming around that like there's no roads. <laughs> like, chaka, chaka. <laughs> the train
2: maybe was the train bill. Oh yeah, it yeah, wasn't eighteen. Hundreds? I'm sure there's
0: a train but still like a tr- long ass train ride from San Francisco all the way down <laughs> no. I don't know that's, that's,
1: a, that's why the little towns were cold, called uh, ghost towns because when people would move to another location for gold mining they would leave everything behind they couldn't take everything yeah, it's like yeah. essentials and let's
0: go yeah take what you can let's move it yeah <laughs> I wow know. I can't imagine wow no. with, with five kids ooh. Right? No. Ooh, girl, no. <laughs> Definitely not.
2: And then there were babies. Like, you're still taller. Yeah,
0: man. Old. All right. So, when they went back. No judgment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually more props. Like, yeah, you know, kudos. I'll see you guys. And girl, no like... iPads, no iPhones. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> they just played with the little, what, little wooden toys back then? Big little toy guns? The Jacks. Mm-hmm. All right. So, when they moved, so yeah, they, they, they went back. To good old San Diego haunted house. (laughs) All right, so this house does have a little bit more history because in November first of eighteen sixty eight, um, there was a man named Thomas W. Tanner. Another Thomas. Another Thomas. How ironic! I I didn't even like, you know, that didn't hit me yet. So he rented the second story of the Whaley House, and um, he decided to make a theater there. And so it was, like, music, acting, just little shows. And um, he actually ended up getting sick, and he died a month later. Ooh, boys. (laughs) Poor poor
0: Thomas Tanner.
2: Yes. so he actually ended up passing on December 20th. So just a little bit over a month after he opened the theater. I don't think he was in bad health before that, because why would you open it if you're, you know, ill?
1: Mm -hmm. Right. But,
2: um... It was one of those, the show must go on, and the theater kept going on without him, even though it sounded like he was the star of the show. But um, some people say he still hangs around in the theater because, I mean, it was his dream. And not only that, like, when it opened, it was very successful. Um, People Mm -hmm. were really excited that, that it was one of, like, the first theaters out there. Okay, so then shortly after, in 1869, the city leased a large room downstairs in their home. And this became the courthouse. And as the population grew in San Diego, Newtown, remember they're located in Old Town, but Newtown, the city fathers wanted to also move the public records out of Old Town. And in 1871, while Thomas Whaley was out of town, an angry mob held wife, Anna, at gunpoint wanting to take court records. God damn! I yes. <laughs> got all they violence.
0: Yeah, there's probably all the criminals are like, oh, we need to get my criminal record out of there. <laughs> like,
2: you know, I don't know if they were spying on him knowing he was out of town. I, I think don't. so. You yeah. think there's a mom or her kids? It's a courthouse. Like, who keeps a courthouse in a in a house now? Like, well, now no one. Well,
0: no, no no. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that. But back then, I'm sure it was just convenient. It was yeah, such a big house. And then it was hot. A
2: ga- it was previous the gallows, so I'm sure it was just convenient to keep everything there. Not only that, but like if you think about even just the theater, I'm like I can't imagine living in a house and then like oh yeah, the theater's upstairs, guys. Like go,
0: Come the theater's upstairs. Just give us a time, ta- give us a minute
2: right here while we execute yeah, this person, and, and we'll be guys, right there. It was like For real. <laughs> 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 I didn't even think of that. There was 150 seats in the theater. Oh wow! wow so it's
0: pretty big. It was pretty. Mm-hmm. Big. That makes no, you have a court downstairs and then a theater upstairs, okay. you hear all the tapping while you're being, you know, I judged if,
2: downstairs. I wonder if because it was haunted, like, they'd rather have more presence in the house. I don't know. Mm, interesting. That makes sense. Well, maybe <laughs> they just
0: wanted the extra cash.
2: True. Well, you know, we all gotta hustle somewhere. Right. Yes. Alright, so we're gonna fast forward a little bit. In January 5th of 1882, Violet and Anna both get married. Oh wow. Mm-hmm.
0: So they were like two
2: mm-hmm. in their 20s, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they got married on the same day. Oh, oh double wedding. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They had like a double re- wedding. Violet married George T. Bertacoli. Bertolochi. And- yeah, Berto- <laughs> Bertolacci Bertolochi. Okay, and then Anna went her first cousin, John T. Whaley. What the hell? Which was normal back then, as we all yeah. know. Now. Okay, <laughs> so these couples were off to their lovely life as being husband and wife. Um, unfortunately for Violet, she oh, woke no. up. Mm-hmm, she wakes up one morning and her husband is gone. Um, she starts looking around, um, for him, any trace of him. You know. I mean, I think we all would think like, oh, maybe he went to get breakfast he went to get a cup of coffee. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
2: but the more she looked around, the more she noticed all her shit was gone. Her stuff? What? Yeah. Yeah. And his stuff too? And his stuff. But like her jewelry.
0: No like- way.
2: Yeah. <gasps> he bounced. Um, it turned out he was he only married her because he was hoping to collect a dowry. And he was he was a con artist. He he was definitely not in it, you know, for love. He wasn't in for it love. because he actually wanted to marry her. He was in it because he wanted to come up and and then he left. Um uh-huh. on their honeymoon. Oh, how embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine like nowadays that would be embarrassing. Back then, like the oh, Victorian yeah. era, um, this was the worst. Um, she had to go home by herself. Um, meanwhile, Anna clearly party is still married and I was reading like the articles and it was saying that um it, it, it she was just an embarrassment, like she was in en- Yeah, and then no, you kind of have like
0: family. this scarlet letter. Like who else in that time, if you've uh, if you're a widow or divorcee, nobody wants to touch you with no ten foot pole, or like, oh no, no, like she's <laughs> no virgin, uh, she's no virgin, yeah. like her coochie's been touched. Let's get <laughs> out of here. No,
2: that's the worst. it's been
1: all of, it's all about the reputation, yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. Wow, yeah. pobrecita, dude, that sucks. Yeah, so she went home. She, you know, she fell into depressions. She, she stayed in her room a lot. Oh no, don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, she oh, definitely did. Um, I never this is Yeah, it just wasn't a thing, you know, for your husband to leave you. Um, yeah, I mean, you have your life partner. You get married. That's a wrap. But unfortunately right. for her, I mean, that's as much as she wanted that. Um, at the young age of twenty two, she decided to shoot herself in the chest with her father's. No, uh-huh. oh man, her father's thirty two caliber. Um, guns were loud back then, so Thomas, her father, heard it and ran out to the back house where she did it. Well,
0: guns are loud now too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: but no, but you know you can have silencers. Chrissy's <laughs> all like, not
1: with my silencer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no my that's so funny. Yeah, <clears throat> I get what you mean. Uh, thanks, even. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. Well, I just imagine like an old school gun. Like, yeah, they're loud now, but yeah, I get what you mean. Like, they have, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So he went out there, grabbed her, realized that she shot herself. And he brought her into the house. Um, unfortunately, you know, back then, there's no saving her. Plus, she's shot herself in the chest. So she passed away about 15 minutes after that, after he found her and brought her inside. And then I'm going to read the suicide note for you. Insert sound music right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do-do-do, do-do-do. <laughs> <Z-z-z-z-> <laughs> <laughs> Her suicide note reads Mad from life's history, swift to death's mystery, glad to be hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world. Oh, how sad. Mm -hmm. I think clearly, I mean. Yeah, she was super sad. She was super sad. And she was ashamed and she just wanted to leave Mm -hmm. everything. Stop the misery. Exactly. All right. So shortly after Violet's death, the family moved away. Um, Thomas, the father, built a home for them in San Diego, another home. And they all just moved away. Um, they left the house vacant for about 20 years. Wow. Um, yeah. You think, you think they'd be gone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they moved away. Thomas actually passed away. And um, one of the daughters, Anna, also passed away. Um, But they could not stay away from this home for long because in 1912, Thomas's widow, Anna Whaley, Corinne, Francis, and George all moved right back into the home. Oh, shoot, they came back. Yep. On February 24th of 1913, Anna Anna died at 80 years old. She was the mother of everyone, right? Mm -hmm. A year later, Francis died on November 19th of 1914, and George died on January 5th of 1928. They all passed in the home. Um, Corinne actually still lived in the home. She was the last one to pass away in 1953. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So You know, she lived there a good while, but I think after that, nobody lived in the house anymore. as She was the last one. I haven't heard anything about them having kids or any any kids or grandkids living in the home, okay, so I'm gonna get a little bit into the paranormal activity that people have reported seeing, and this is why they come to visit the house. There's been ghost hunters and just you know regular people coming in. So people often hear footsteps, like I said before, they hear Thomas crying. Well, they assume it's Thomas crying because he was the only baby that passed away in the house. Mm hmm. And then like, you know, like the lamps back in the days, how they had like little glass on the ends. Yeah, the oil lamps. Mm hmm. They they would um they would swing back and forth. The curtains would swing back and forth. It was just a lot of paranormal going on in the house. And people would actually see a lot of the employees, especially they see people from that era walking away like in the rooms or going up the stairs they actually see men and women going up I, I did see like employees they don't actually see the face but they can see people the back walking. Of, the back of mm-hmm. as walking it's almost like they don't want to show their face for some reason um, there is an archway in the house and it's known to be where Yankee Jim was hung back in 1852 Um. Where that archway is, people claim that they feel their throat tightening when they're there. They feel like they cannot breathe. Dang. Yeah. The courthouse and the theater are still there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not being used for those purposes anymore, but it's still there. And the courthouse is known to have a lot of activity. Um, people often feel pressure on their chest and also have trouble breathing while being in the courthouse. And the stairway, because it is a two-story home, there's a lot of counts of paranormal activity there as well. Um, same thing, neck tightening. And I guess just because it was the gallows. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I, I can see why maybe this, these kinds of activities, or d- this is what people feel when they're in there.
1: Right, okay. and not just not Jim. Just there was other people that were hung there. Yeah. Sure there might be other spirits. Mm-hmm.
2: Of course, I think they said maybe they, they estimate like 15 to 20 people actually passed away on the property before they bought it and built a home there. Oh, OK. OK, so on the stairway, people, like I said, they feel like their neck tightening and there was actually one man and I saw the pictures online. I can post them, Um, but he actually was telling someone, I feel my neck tightening I feel like i I can't breathe, and then the guy that was looking at him noticed that he had red marks like from ah. yeah, like wow. recently being choked yes and and it looked like that like of a rope, oh wow, okay. yeah, and okay. then also on the stairs, there have been people claiming that they've gotten scratched
0: mm-hmm. when they're
2: walking up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm um and why do they freaking scratch dude why i don't
0: get it why do they scratch people who the ghosts. they do yeah like in my story they were scratching mm-hmm. the people in the house oh why yeah, you're they right scratch?
2: i'm That's so serious
1: just i feel like just, to me, actually- <laughs> <laughs> just give me
2: a little tab, girl be careful what you wish for i
0: would not be oh, saying
1: that yes yeah girl because you got stairs
0: Oh, I know,
2: (laughs) especially with what we heard. You
1: want a (laughs) tap, (laughs) eh?
2: Would you like a push down? (laughs) All right. So there, there. A lot of people claim they've seen Yankee Jim out there, Um, and I'm gonna read to you something a retired police officer wrote. He actually did not say anything about this. This happening to him until he retired, I think, because like we've said before, they're very factual. Right. They don't have evidence. It's like they're crazy. Yeah. So it wasn't until he retired that he decided to write a letter um, stating what happened to him. Um, Here it goes. Okay. So I'm going to read off what um, he said happened. So a concerned citizen, citizen had reported that a woman was crying outside the historic Whaley House Museum. He was dispatched to the location. He went back there. He saw the woman crying. Um, there are steps back there. So she was crying on, like, the back porch. And so he saw her clothing. Like I said, it was back back in the day clothing. Period clothing. Period clothing. He asked, ma'am, are you all right? Um, She turned around. She saw him. She smiled. But it was dark out there. So... He took out his flashlight to shine it on her, and when he shined it on her, she vanished. Vanished. Oh hell no! (laughs) I know what the hell. And he literally took like he took this with him. You know, he didn't report it Mm -hmm. for thirty flipping years. He didn't tell anyone because I, I mean, you know, you don't want to be called crazy. You're a cop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've I've actually been to this home. Um, I went with my my brother, Jose, who is a Ouija board. Fanatic, but nothing (laughs) ever happens to him. (laughs) Nothing ever happens to him. Uh, We always tell him that the ghosts don't like him. And we did, I did, Frank was there and so was JD. Um, I will say Jose tried to take the Ouija board in there. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they saw him, because there are a lot of employees around the area, in in the house, like scattered around in case you have questions or You want to hear a little bit about that area? They'll they'll tell you. But as soon as he walked in, I'm not sure if he asked or they just kind of told him, "You can't bring that in here," and so he just went out, put it on the side of the house. Like I don't think I think he put it like by a bush or something. Um, and then once we were done with our tour, he took the Ouija board over to the back. Of the house because it is a garden and you can sit back there. There's like a bench, and he did his usual trying to talk to the Ouija board. But oh
1: my god, he did that.
2: He's psycho. He (sighs) did that, but they didn't want to fucking talk to him per usual. Yeah, for some
0: reason, Jose's played the Ouija board with multiple people, and the the planchet or whatever it is will not move if he's touching it. But when there's other people playing. I've played myself with your brother, but when I, obviously when other people are touching it, it moves, but with him, it will not, it just won't talk to him. But I think because he's trying so hard to have right. something happen it and then maybe it's just an energy too, that they, they're not attracted to, but he, man, this guy would give anything to get something to happen <laughs> to him, but nothing. That. <laughs>
1: We don't definitely want to tried. he's like definitely tried
0: yeah he wants to see something but definitely nothing ever does happen to him.
2: <laughs> yeah um I will say when we were in there we were at the theater and we there was a chair I remember I sat in a chair because you can sit on the chairs um some of the the museum is blocked off but definitely if you are in the area or you're thinking of going to San Diego I would recommend to go go check it out it's closed right now unfortunately because of covid um but it's pretty neat even if you don't witness anything paranormal it's a very nice historical place house yeah Yeah. for -hmm. sure yeah and i remember up in the theater that um just to make a long story short because clearly i'm not (laughs) i don't have that gift that others have um i remember sitting on the chair and i remember i felt weird in that chair like i felt um I just felt very tingly, like I felt almost goosebumpy, but I don't know if because I was just, you know, in a haunted museum. And I remember standing up and I I started feeling the chairs to see if it was just me or if it was really that chair. And and I started filling the chairs with my hand and I felt that same chair, um, I felt very tingly in my hand, almost like a numb tingle, like when your hand falls asleep. Mm-hmm. And cause Frank was there, I I asked him hey, Frank, do you feel anything? Like, here, come feel this. Like, I kind of showed him, like, two two or three chairs, and he pointed to the same chair, and he said, oh, I feel something here, like, something's different. Damn, Frank. <laughs> and I said, I, I feel the same, but it wasn't, I don't think it was a very strong presence because we just kind of left it there, but, um, yeah, that, that's it with the Whaley House Museum. There's a lot of videos online. There's actually a lot of pictures of people seeing faces in the window. Apparitions? Ooh, yes. Okay, yes. i down. I saw a couple, and, and they look pretty legit. Uh, these people. I would little... love
0: to go, even though it's
2: closed. If you guys are down, tell me, because
0: even though it's closed, I'm sure if we go in the evening right now since it gets darker, like around 5 or so, what mm-hmm. if we just go get some Phil's Barbecue and then just go take a few snapshots outside with Frank? But what if we see something?
2: Mm -hmm. I I
0: mean, the fills might work. (laughs) Yeah, just standing outside, you know, take a few snapshots.
2: You're right, because people see things in the window. So, why, like, I mean, we don't don't have to go in. in. In
0: And I'm sure it's gated, so we can just snap a few pictures outside. What's going to happen? It's like
2: right on the street, honestly.
1: Oh, okay. Um, It's not inside like a little community.
2: Oh, no, no. It's like right on the street. Let's do it. Do it. Do (laughs) it. You guys should definitely check the, the house out. I don't think it's expensive to go Christi. into it. We're checking it out. Okay. Oh,
0: We're going to get if you guys
2: want to go with Yvette, let us know. <laughs> up, Paul, guys? Um if we can get this episode
0: to 50 play
2: 100 <laughs> we'll go. But I know a lot of our, our fan base is local in Orange County. Um just to give you some information. Um they do there it's open to the public. Um well, like I said, it's closed because of COVID. But when they do reopen, it will be open to the public and they have night tours at least once a month. And then it's known that in the month we're of October there. on the on the like last two weeks, two weeks of October is when a lot of paranormal activity happens. For sure. We're down. We're there. We're there. Right. So 2021, October, we'll see you guys there. Yes, we're going live. People <laughs> be there, be present. All right, everyone. Um, Naya, do you have any questions for us? What do you guys? Uh, think, anything about the story? What do you think?
1: Well, you know uh, the execution part. Would you guys now, if we we lived in those years, would you guys think you guys would go see an execution?
2: Hell yeah, I would.
1: You would?
0: I, I would. Yeah,
2: I would. What if Why I just are so somebody like you so me, like though? them? <laughs> But why are you I think so it's because, certain like
0: I, why think I, I would i think i'd totally go just because i think it'd be kind of like not cool to see but i would be like i'd be curious and i would probably just go like one time but i would definitely go okay question in your life have you ever seen someone die i've never seen someone die but i have seen an open casket and that shit was like sad you mean like at a funeral? Yeah. Oh okay. and that was like, oh damn. And I think it was even sad it was uh my um uh, my younger brother, he, w- he was he's ten years old and he was murdered and my dad did an open casket. And I think that made it even like
2: Oh wow. That was
0: really like, Oh shoot, you know, yes. like damn that was tough.
2: I don't know how because I've never seen a child Yeah, that that I
0: I that have never seen someone die but I have seen a dead person. And like my mom, she was almost dying. But I, I remember when they walked us into the R the ER, the nurse was like, okay, you guys can come in and say your final goodbyes. <gasps> I don't mom? yeah, I don't remember being sad. I remember I was just thinking I went into survival mode and I'm the type right. of person when I'm in a stressful situation. I don't I don't melt, and I'm not like I don't buckle and freeze. I'm very reactive, and I'm very like, okay, what do I need to do? Where how do I need to get out of this? Blah 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 blah. I'm not. I, I don't buckle or freeze in situations like that. And my instinct was like, okay, how do how am I gonna get my brother and my sister fed? Who's gonna take care of us? How are we gonna get to school? Blah 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 blah. blah. I think maybe also because you're the oldest mm-hmm. and I've always been the oldest and my mom ever since I was little always said if anything ever happens to me you need to take care of your siblings it's something that she said to me almost on a daily basis I don't know if it was like a premonition that she had or like a self fulfilled prophecy whatever it was but she always said if I'm not around you need to take care of them you need to take care of them and when it happened it was like practice like i i was already trained mentally prepared for that and i was like up for the challenge Mm -hmm. right or like when my cousin's her daughter fell into the pool it was instinctual i was nine months like eight months pregnant i dive into the pool to grab her i didn't even think like oh my god i'm pregnant i just dove in and i grabbed her it's just, and then she was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, she's help me, help me!" And she was just standing on the edge of the pool. She's like, "Oh my god, help me, ho, ho! I, I didn't oh. even
2: think about it. I just that's <laughs> like you call, yeah. <laughs> yes. like, yes. She's already <laughs> jumping in. I didn't even think about it. I
0: just dove in before she even started yelling in a panic. But <gasps> I, I've always just been that type of person, you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. I <laughs> I've heard the story, but I've never. heard. i don't think if i were to see someone dying i don't i don't think it i'm sure eventually it would impact me in a certain way but i don't think i would be like in a in a moment like frozen
2: like traumatized like here i don't think it would affect me i think i would get traumatized if i saw someone die in front of me just because i i imagine like uh like, oh. mean, them, right.
1: yeah that's like, a di- that's a different lucy thing girl
2: Nah, i love lucy when she gets poisoned but yeah. i mean like this guy's literally yeah <laughs> like these people are literally taking their last breaths no i can't i i the more i think about it the more i think i would but not but it's go. different
0: right because you're going to an execution because obviously the people found the people of the of the united states found these people guilty so you don't feel bad it's not like it's not a murder like right oh like like oh <laughs> i'm gonna kill this five-year-old right here about no it's like these people committed a crime like they're bad people it's, not all of them
2: maybe. yeah i don't he, think they they had a lot of he that.
1: stole a boat
0: <laughs> Girl, he probably did a whole bunch of other shit hey you shouldn't be stealing you I do think
1: (laughs) I went to the um, Los Angeles morgue for the uh, for one of my criminal justice classes and we got to walk through the morgue oh no way yeah we went through the morgue and they pulled out a couple bodies and we saw one gentleman that had passed away I think five hours prior
0: and there was he was was right yeah
1: no, and then we walked through the freezer where they kept the bodies. Um, that that one, uh, the teacher tried scaring us, but as it was, it's an automatic door, and as you go through it, he stopped the other people so that the door would slam, and kind of keep like a handful of people shut inside the oh, freezer.
2: Oh, how funny!
1: Mm-hmm. I, funny yeah.
2: I feel like I'd rather go to a morgue than to watch someone die.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I, no.
2: To watch only, somebody, I mean, no.
0: I'd rather go watch someone die than go to a morgue. No, no, no.
2: Hell oh, really? yeah! Unless That's it crazy. was like a serial killer.
0: Yeah, because you know, like some people that die, they still have like that uh rigor mortis, so they're still freaking
2: twitching. Uh, I don't know. Okay,
1: so then let's wait. let's wait. say it this way: Would you guys wait go now to you, a...
2: Before we switch the topic, would you go to see someone get? Yeah, a... what would you do?
1: I would want to go to an execution. That's for somebody girl. right now in death penalty <laughs> that's not uh, girl
2: that,
1: yeah I would want to go like it's, like for somebody on awful. death row like
2: if it was Ted Bundy when he got executed yeah I would probably want to go to that yeah but for someone still in a boat like no I would not want to go to that When I, they I kill, he didn't, he didn't just steal a boat girl he was a criminal yeah, <laughs> yeah when they oh, kill right, uh, 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 a the golden no, gate he no
0: he <laughs> did okay. not, he did bad <laughs> things no 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 don't over here no I'm I'm with the, the people against Yankee Jim. No. <laughs> I'm prosecuting his ass. Girl, make to be three Yankee Jim. No. It's legit.
2: Like somebody call it you one boat. He did a lot of shady shit. <laughs> Sorry, Yankee. Naya, where where else were you going with your topic?
1: I was gonna say if um when they kill the Golden State killer, I would go to his execution.
2: Oh fuck, yeah, that guy's an asshole. He's yeah. a monster. I think that's how
1: a lot of people felt. Mm about when they maybe
2: i guess so because i heard
1: it was like when they did executions it was all like a show
2: yeah for sure
0: Mm -hmm. it's like you know what it's funny because it's things like that that i think it's animal it's primal you know in like for it's like an animalistic thing that we like because what we have like in the roman times there was the gladiators that everybody wanted to go see even now fucking boxing like everybody wants to see the knockout the blood like Mm-hmm. it's just yeah. instinctual you know what i mean so i don't blame them for it brings a
1: community to... together
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're stupid. Where's the I, I think
0: it's just instinctual it's an animalistic instinct that we have as humans you know we want to see the blood and gore in the guts hey for a fight uh- if it is quick oh that fucking suck. but if it's like Bloody, like that Oh, that was the fight of the night yeah like that <laughs> ufc girl that got hit in the head and she turned into oh, alien face she looked oh. like a
2: hammerhead yeah that, How, girl. that
0: bump bloated her she? whole entire and everybody and your brothers were like oh yeah i'm
2: like no it's true she even though she, terrible. Lost, she, she was looked like those great aliens a badass yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: like i would have been a long
2: time ago <laughs> yeah
0: but see your brothers were all into it and there was a girl fighting
2: yeah because she was intense. nasty that was the fight of yeah okay you have a point thank you (laughs) prosecution rest (laughs) so when i was researching the story i actually asked JD, um do you think that back then okay you see all these people getting hung on this land and he still bought it he thought it was a good idea he bought the land he built his house do you think back then they just didn't know about hauntings as much as we know now or you think it was just them thinking like, oh, we don't believe in this stuff? Yeah. Or what do you, what do you,
0: I think it was just too good of an offer to pass up. And I'm sure it, he didn't even have a second thought of like, oh, what if it's haunted? It's like people that build houses over Indian burial grounds.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just, it's location, business, location, it's money and, and, mm-hmm. and it's a good deal. Yeah. I that think
1: 405 seemed- freeway needs to be built somewhere. Yeah. You know those bodies that they found?
2: Yeah. I heard about what? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they found an Indian burial ground off the side of the 405. Where? Like last year. They won't tell us. They won't say where. But it was here in Orange County. I'm going to Google Schmugler. You do it, girl. (laughs) Wait, no way. Yeah. Yes, girl. I'll send you the link. I remember finding it or coming across it. And I was like, wow. Off the side of the freeway? It had to. I'm assuming it was probably by South Coast Plaza, to be honest. Hmm. Oh,
0: maybe it's, you know what, that land that was over there by, when you're going to Irvine Spectrum, that land was empty for the longest time and they would put up the white tent and they have like that white horse show. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then they build those buildings.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. see? Mm -hmm. I think when me (laughs) and Chrissy would go to work, I think we would try to- By the toll road, 133.
2: Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. No, no, but they didn't know until they started widening it that they had to dig more, and that's when the construction Dude, workers don't... found it, and you they're like, what's what up the, the bleep. Bleep. Mm-hmm. okay?" We're sidetracking a little Especially bit. Especially California. Check out the location.
0: And, and let us know not? if you want us to go do a live at the Whaley House. Rocks. We'll go with Frank. We'll put our spidey senses together, and we'll see what we can ha- find for you guys. And San Diego has so much um
2: they have the suicide bridge. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the San Diego Zoo, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. guys! Thank you for listening. Bye. Share, subscribe. Bye. Bye, everyone. But don't forget, curiosity killed the cat. Hit it,
0: Naya. Wham. Hey guys, just wanted to update you that we have our email and IG up and running. Please send your comments and suggestions to thecuriouscatpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at Curious Cat Podcast.
2: Please rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Stay curious and remember, curiosity
1: killed the cat. RAM!